Hey, what's up? This is Samir. And this is Alec. We're two guys who love electronic dance music, and we are back for our third season of Ooh. Beyond the Beats, a podcast about EDM news and culture. And this week, we've got new music from the likes of Diplo, Vise, Steve Aoki, and many, many more. Plus, a New Year's call for new trends in 2021 is going to shake up the scene as we know it. We'll get into that as well as some news on Joseph Capriati's condition after he was stabbed with a knife by his father. What a terrible thing, but we will get into it. All of this and so, so much more right here on episode 84 of Beyond the Beats. But first... But first, we decided to start this episode a little differently than how we normally do it. Mm -hmm. Usually, we roll into the intro and then one of us plays a song that we have been listening to on repeat. And trust us, there's been many of those. There really has been, man. I mean, Samir and I are both in agreement about a track that we cannot get enough of. And we want to share it with you all. You can hear it building in the background. Ladies and gentlemen, take a listen to our brand new Beyond the Beats 2021 anthem by none other than the main man himself, SF native Tyler Lords. have been wanting to change this intro song for two years so oh. it, it's finally done thanks to the genius tyler lawrence like just a big shout out to this guy like just one of the nicest kindest dudes incredibly talented and he took our vision for this intro song and just like and just made it a fucking reality dude like it feels so good to have our own beyond the beats intro song you have no idea how good this feels to me you have absolutely no idea i've been pushing and pressing and <laughs> praying i've even got down on my knees and looked up to the heavens and say god please bless us with a new intro song but you know what this might be divine intervention because tyler lawrence came along and offered up his services to create the 2021 anthem and our new intro song edm champions don't forget that brand new intro song is going to be carried with us through 2021. That was created by Tyler Lawrence specifically for the show. Big ups to him. Thank you so much, dude. You know we absolutely love every single song that you drop. And we're going to have links to your SoundCloud, your socials, right in the show notes. But Alec, a 2021 we're season, back, baby. baby. We we're back. are back. It feels so good to be on the sticks with you, dude. I miss seeing you. I miss seeing your face. I know, man. You've just got such a nice face to look at. One day we'll get into video and so everyone can see he's just a beautiful oh, man. A beautiful man. Thank you. Thank you, dude. Well, dude, speaking of something beautiful, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We may have been gone for six weeks, but that does not mean that the new music has stopped. The producers, the artists of our EDM scene have been hard at work. And we're going to kick it off right here with some new music from Diplo, Black Coffee, and Elderbrook. The three of them teamed up for this song, Never Gonna Forget. Let's give it a spin. Oh, yeah. 
first of all, Elderbrook is rolling right now. Okay, well, <laughs> oh yeah, may- maybe not in that way, but his vocals <laughs> are a producer's dream. So yeah. much so that it makes sense that high-caliber artists such as Diplo and Black Coffee would want to team up with him. But Samir, I will have to ask. I think it's a very, very interesting collaboration. Not something that I ever thought I would see. Black Coffee, Diplo, and then Elderbrook. Just, I really wonder what the story mm-hmm. is behind that. But regardless of the story. When I saw this on my Spotify, I was like, oh, I'm not sure how this is going to be. But you know what? I was very pleasantly surprised. I thought this was a good vibe and a really good way to start off our 2021 season with just a vibey kind of track like that. You know, getting in the good mood. I thought this is something that you could groove to. What do you think? Dude, this was big vibes and also big time synergy, baby. You already know. 2021. Is that word back again? We had that last year. It's back. I'm saying it right here. Oh Every episode of Beyond the Beats, regular episode of Beyond the Beats that we have, I'm saying the word synergy because Jeez. that's what 2021 is all about, baby. Big time synergy. And Diplo, Black Coffee, and Elderbrook, they brought it, man. When I first saw Diplo and Black Coffee and the artist line together, I honestly, just like you, I wasn't sure what to expect, mm-hmm. man. But I just knew we were going to get something interesting. And Elderbrook's vocals just complemented the expertly tuned drums and percussion, courtesy of Black Coffee. Just it came together so well. I think it's sometimes it's hard to pinpoint what Diplo's style is. He yep. dives into a bunch of genres, but the end goal is to make hits. And dude, this is a hit. He he knows how to get those kind of like what Calvin Harris did, you know, mm. probably in the early 2010s, right? He knew how to get onto the radio. He's got that radio format. Oh, I feel like yeah. Diplo is finding that, you know, that formula right now with all of his latest house tracks. Totally, dude. Totally. Well, Alec, this is going to be something that I'd be very interested to see on the radio. <laughs> Steve Aoki and Kid. The collaboration I never thought would happen, but these never. guys, they teamed up for their track B.I.B. Let's give it a spin. Samir, my man, you know, I'm not a big fan of hardstyle. However, this checks off all the boxes for me when it comes to producing an energy producing and varying song, right? You've got rolling drum beats, check, really nice in there. Continuity between all the phrases of the song, check. And creativity without straying too far away from the core vibe and essence of the song so it's one of those where it's not like they have switch ups in it right Mm -hmm, but it's mm -hmm. not a switch up where you're just like completely jarred from it and it feels too far away from what the original and core vibe of the song is so i was very impressed with this and i think this is an absolute banger so big up to kid and steve aoki as you said never thought they'd get together for a collaboration but you know what i think they pulled it off this time what do you think this is just another surefire sign that the subgenres of hard dance are making their way into more mainstream EDM. And we're going to talk about this later on in the show. Kid has been dropping tracks like this in his sets for a long time. Yep. And Steve Aoki, this guy is truly known to be on the cutting edge of mainstream dance music. This is the sort of hard style that I believe anyone can get into. And it's mm. sure to get everybody, all the EDM champions, amped up on the dance floor. I'm really pumped up on this. Alec... I want you to to intro this next song because you are just so <laughs> stoked on this massive wave of this genre right here. Alec, what are we talking about? Well, you know, I don't even think, just to caveat this, I'm not even sure if it's 
part of that deep bass house wave that we're seeing from like Eastern Europe and, and things like that. But mm-hmm. they, they, they self-proclaim themselves as slap house. And we have definitely bashed on the slap house genre yeah. before last season. But Vise teamed up with Tokyo Hotel. Is that? Yeah. Tokyo Hotel. Interesting. You got it. There. Yeah. Yeah. Good. We're, we're off to a good start. Pronouncing <laughs> names. Uh, they teamed up for a track called White lies this could be an interesting one to listen to so take a listen kiss i just don't know where to go i don't even know only big white lies to get by because i don't wanna make you cry stay here by my side only big white lies to get by because don't know where to go all right dude i'm gonna be completely honest with you all right all right let's hear it let's hear it as quickly as this style of edm came i just as quickly got bored of it and this is just like, it's such a fun and upbeat sound that we really haven't heard since like the big room days of EDM. Mm. But it just feels like every single one of these tracks sound exactly the same. And yeah. Vise is the ultimate culprit in this whole thing. This guy, every <laughs> track, this guy just plays it safe. It's just gotten so old so quickly. But hey, if it gets the streams, then it's working, right? I mean, it's getting its audience. Alec... Mm. You are our deep bass house uh, uh, aficionado, our slap house extraordinaire. What did well, you think of this hold, one? Hold on, slap house is different from this. I will put a pin in that. Okay, okay. This is this is definitely a more of a slap house song. And as I said before, if you go on their Spotify, Vise even self-proclaim themselves as it. Uh, but I don't think this would be kind of that deep bass house that we've covered quite before. I think that'd be doing an injustice to some of those artists but you know man i think you hit the nail on the head when you said it gets the streams this feels like something that was made just to get onto tiktok something yeah. that people could put in the background dance to whatever the fuck people do on tiktok they could do with a song so it feels very generic it does very cookie cutter and i i don't know what where the samples are necessarily from like they they, they try to cover a lot of songs sometimes yeah and definitely. it just didn't work for me this just felt like it felt cookie cutter it felt like it lacked energy in a pop and it just it just really didn't do anything for me. Anyhow, we'll move forward on to some real house now, right? Oh, baby. Oh, give it, give it to me, Alec. What are we talking about right oh, now? Come on. A French maestro. The French just know their house music in these days. They really, really do. And none other than Dom Bresky is back in the studio pumping out tunes with Donnie Sloan and Ricky Ducati. This song is called Down Low. Get down low, baby. Let's take a listen to this. <laughs> Alec, another big release on Armada Subject, which is Armin Van Buren's house and tech house label. Here's something to note, though. Donnie Sloan and Ricky Ducati, they have actually both teamed up with Chami for his hit track Shades released in 2019. So that's why those names might sound familiar. Ah, Wow, okay. So these two are straight up just no strangers to bringing like the disco and funk mm. vibes to modern day house tracks. And Dobreski's expertise to bring it all together is just so expertly seen on this track down low. I think Ricky Ducati's vocals, it just makes you want to put on like an all white suit while Dombreski and Donnie <laughs> Sloan are just spinning <laughs> the hottest tracks to keep you and your squad on the dance floor. I'm loving it. 
EDM champions, new and old, there is something you guys need to know, okay? We love underground dance music artists. We just love supporting them. We love talking about them. And we just want to get them to a bigger audience. And guys, guess what? Every week, every day, just these artists that we're watching from all corners of the world, all corners of the globe, all corners of our dance music scene, they are releasing bangers and tunes that they love, that they care about. And right now, we're going to get into some new music from artists that we're watching, starting with Malakai the Squid with mm. his brand new track, Palo. Let's take a listen. Give me some of that calamari, baby. I absolutely love this squid. All right. Malachi the squid (laughs) is just fucking killing it. I I can't, honestly, and I I mean this, honest to God, and completely truthful here, every release that I've heard from Malachi the squid in the recent year has just been an absolute bang. It has been popping Mm -hmm. off. I mean, big name people, right? You've got to pay attention to this kid because he is doing some massive, massive things in the bass house scene just really refreshing it keeping it tuny and i tell you this is a banger i just love it shufflers are going to reunite and be really really happy about this one what do you think Samir? dude malachi the squid more like malachi is that kid okay mans is stepping it all the way up he's setting it to level 11 like this is definitely <laughs> one of the best songs i've ever heard him put out yeah, the mastering sure. is so clean and that baseline is just slapping, okay? This one is for all the shufflers and the booty busters out there. I see you guys moving those cheeks, <laughs> all right? I want to see some shape cutting to this. Malachi, the squid, seriously, amazing track. Congratulations. Alec, we're not done yet. We still got one more for this section. Dude, you're stoked on this. I'm stoked on this. Who are we talking about next? Oh my god. This is honestly like a this is another form of divine intervention or whatever it was. <laughs> Just having Madskis come back onto the scene is absolutely fucking massive. I mean, people would definitely know if you haven't heard the name before, right? He he went off for a little bit in like 2018 to 2020, didn't do too much, and started releasing some stuff towards the end of 2019 into 2020. But you would definitely know some of his tracks from Marla. Marla used to just rinse his tracks in 2018. He's just got some big ones in there. But the man's is back from whatever break he took. I don't care. Just thank God he's back in the scene because he just dropped a fantastic bass out track called Set Me Free.
Alec, you texted me saying we need to get this onto the show, need and it. you were just hundred percent right, my dude. Our artists that we're watching, they're just off to such a killer start. The combination of these soulful vocals into some thumping bass house has never been done like this before, in my opinion, dude. Mm, mm. But, you know, Matskis, he took a bit of a break, and he recently came back at the end of 2020, and he's just proven to the world that he's got a lot more for us in 2021 and beyond. This is such an, uh, this is such a massive return to greatness. I fucking love this song. This is a vibe and a party starter. Alec, what do you think? I, I just love him overall, man. I just love what he does. He's so creative within Bass House, but it, it's not in the creative sense like other artists we've covered, such as Clank and City Walker, yeah. when they're taking this futuristic style. Like, somehow, in some way, this sounds like a regular Bass House track, but not at the same time. And I think what it is is just his, his way of layering the different elements and throwing stuff that seems like it would be off rhythm but it's not and that's very refreshing it's very very refreshing man and it keeps you on your toes it's one of those tracks where you're just constantly moving to but it doesn't get you out of your rhythm so Mm -hmm. it just keeps everything melodic and everything in rhythm and those beats just keep rolling over each other i absolutely love this song this is one of my favorites of his release drops actually i will have to say one of my that, dude. favorites it's just i'm just so glad that he's in the scene and i hope i hope this could be like an ep or something coming soon i really hope and then obviously to see him live would be just uh it would just be heaven i just absolutely could not wait but alec you know we've been gone for six weeks and i think our edm champions they may just need a little bit of a refresher about how they can get connected to us or find the new music or the articles that we're going to be talking about in the show could you give them the details please i absolutely can and i can't believe it's been six weeks that's just that's unbelievable it's wild can you believe? Dude. isn't that yeah. crazy like how long it's been but anyhow and any do if you want to see everything beyond the beats related you've got to go to our website which is beyond the beats dot co that's where you can also find the show notes for this episode episode 84 so navigate yourself on the website to episode 84 to get all the links to the playlist the songs that we mentioned as well as the articles we really take our time here on beyond the beats to cite everything that we talk about so we're not just talking out of our ass and if we are you can call us out on it or we can call ourselves on it okay so we just like to try have citations in there so definitely visit the website and the show notes for that and if you want to get in touch with us right we want to we're trying to create a community here. We want to oh, yeah. connect with every single listener and EDM champion that we can. So hit us up on our socials. We're on Instagram. That's at btb.pod. On Twitter, at podbtb. We're on Facebook as well. We're on SoundCloud. We're everywhere. Just go to the website and you will get all of those links. And then the last thing, if you want to be a little bit formal, kind of do the you know modern day form of a letter, <laughs> dear Beyond the Beats, dear sir alec and lord smear you can do that <laughs> by sending us an email it's connect at beyondthebeats.co or or for alec's sake dear vibe king okay <laughs> dear vibe king i love the it. vibe king is back alec first vibe of all back, I, baby. I love it and i love to see that like i you, you look good you look like rested you look like refreshed how you feeling man you feeling good over there i'm feeling good man i'm feeling real good and i'm feeling especially good because we are on the same coast now. Oh, right? baby. That's right. That's right. So EDM champions, we talked about this a little bit just before we went on our 2020 season break, but I am now on the West Coast. I'm in Southern California. So what up to all the SoCal EDM champions? Because I know we have a ton of you guys out here. You guys, 
I'm so happy to be part of this the sunshine, the surf, the beach, dude. I'm him. trying to He's get. He's got a completely. This is his word that I've never heard before. But when I first moved out here, he was accusing me of being crunchy. So Alec I mean, is very crunchy. He's dude. You live in San Diego. You can't get more crunchy than that with your little hikes and your walks and always 70 degree weather. It's perfect, man. I'm just. You look radiant. I love it. Thank you, bro. Thank you. I've just been eating so many burritos out here and tacos. It's just been absolutely <laughs> amazing. But. You know what else has been amazing? Just the the emails and the DMs that we've been getting yep. from all of you guys are EDM champions. We can't thank you guys enough for just staying in contact with us. Like that truly, truly means a lot. And you guys are seriously so amazing. You guys make all the effort that we put into this show absolutely worth it. And we just want to thank you for also submitting your questions to us because we Indeed. love doing this. We love connecting with you guys. So feel free to send in your EDM champion questions and we'll answer them right here on the show. This one comes from Lewis in North Carolina and I love this question because it is just so on topic right now. Indeed. And his question is this. What are some of the big trends you guys are predicting in EDM for 2021? Alec, you want to kick this one off? Mm. This is a fantastic question. Fantastic question. So we tweeted about this recently, and I did, and I think we shared it on our um, Beyond the Beat Twitter. But I think there's going to be a few major trends here. One is we're going to see the continuation of the big tech streaming wars, as I've kind of Ooh. branded it, right? So the continuation of Apple Music coming into the thing, Huawei over in Europe with Huawei Music, which is essentially the same thing as Apple Music. And then you've got the, you know, not big tech, but medium tech, I guess, players like Spotify, SoundCloud. They're all going to be starting to battle it out. And I think 2021 is going to be a very interesting time to just look at what they're doing, right? I You see Spotify really doubling down on podcasts. What's really interesting about that, Samir, is because they are now incorporating video with podcasts. I mean, you can go to Joe Rogan's podcast and watch the entire three to five hour episode video on your, um, you know, on your desktop or on your phone. You mm -hmm. can watch all of that. But what I'm very interested to see is that because they now have that, I'm sure they're figuring out a way and I'm sure they're just waiting for the opportunity to incorporate music videos in there as well. So then they're going to be going up against people like Google with YouTube or sorry, I should say Alphabet with YouTube because a lot of people post the, the music videos to there. Um, they do the streams there. And then I could also see if Spotify's figured out how to get this all. I mean, it's just incredible technology to be able to put that into your you know mobile application. If they can do that for podcasts, why can't they do it for not only music videos, but also for streams, like live totally. streams? So I could totally see like a Spotify Ultra partnership, right? I know they've done, uh, Ultra's done a lot of work with YouTube or probably an Insomniac and Spotify partnership where they'll do like a live stream of certain sets from EDC, one of their other branded festivals. You could all get that within your Spotify app. And that is really going to be going against some of the big tech players because they're trying to consolidate that market, especially within dance music. I mean, we, we covered this last year, but Boiler Room have gone exclusive to Apple Music. So it, there is really this kind of tension that I think is building up. And I'm very, very interested to see what happens. Is consolidation going to come or are the smaller companies and the medium tech-sized businesses going to be able to prevail 
in certain niche areas of music. We'll just have to wait and see. I think it's be a phenomenal year for that. Well, I think it's really fascinating that you're that you're kind of mentioning how like Spotify or like Apple Music, how they're gonna create like these brand partnerships to kind of mm. bring exclusive content to their platforms, which is something we're already kind of seeing happening. But I think that it's also just becoming increasingly important for like artists to be recognized through these exclusive brand right. partnerships. Because here's the thing, man, like, and this is gonna be one of my one of my major trends here, but the fact of the matter is, is that 2020 was such a wash for people being able to discover new music through festivals or through seeing openers and live settings. It's just such a wash now at this point. And there's only so much that like live streams or virtual festivals can do, right? Yep, for sure. Now, more than ever, it is important for artists, label owners, production companies, in order to get their brand out there, in order to get their artists out there, in order to do proper promotion, they need to be in every single channel possible. So I love that you were just mentioning things like a Spotify or Huawei music, right? Because that this is just so paramount. Artists and all brands, and this goes outside of dance music, they really need to start leveraging these new channels to get connected with, you know, potentially new fans or new listeners. So I was I was thinking of things like TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram. An artist really now, especially now, needs to be on every single one of these platforms in order to get their name out there because it's become incredibly difficult otherwise for people to discover these artists in live settings because live events are just not happening right now. It's It's going to be interesting, man, that you bring up some of those partnerships because this comes, you know, and brings into question something that has really been a, a big hurdle and an obstacle that maybe not has been felt too much yet by yeah. the streaming platforms but certainly will be in the future as they try bring these live streams or streaming to festivals and that's the dmcaa complaints mm-hmm. right and copyright mm-hmm. infringements it's gonna be very interesting to see because twitch had to clamp down on it a bit youtube did as well over covid19 period so it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes and how the law changes because it's going to have to it's it's not really set up for yeah. the modern day consumption of live music and and this is particularly going to affect you know djs and and producers right there there are certain producers that play just only their tracks i mean one person who does a lot of this is like apashi will do that there are certain producers that will really only play their own music uh wookie is someone who does that oftentimes too but when it comes to putting in other people's tracks it's just gonna be very interesting to see how the law translates into the future with everything becoming more streaming and more virtual. So I think that's just another kind of like, it's a larger trend, but it's part of that trend is I think we're going to see a lot more um, virtual culmination of experiences that augment like a real physical experience, like going to a festival, you'll probably be able to watch it more in a more depth online. It's just, you're going to see a lot of the augmented reality coming together with the digital experience. Well, let me ask you something, Alec. Okay. I have my predictions on this, and I know a bunch of EDM champions are eagerly awaiting this, but what's going to happen to live events this year, dude? Are oh, we going to get back on the dance floor with our squad or not? Am I going to be able to to hold you and just tell you that I love you <laughs> as Eric Prince is just dropping bomb after bomb? Like, what's going to happen, dude? Are we going to get back to the dance floor or not? Give it to uh, me quick. All right. The quick answer is who the fuck knows. Uh, honestly, <laughs> man, like you, you just you just don't know. Uh, vaccines are rolling out, which is fantastic. Yeah. But the big question is, is that we don't know whether. It, so we don't know if you've been vaccinated, whether you can pass on COVID or not. 
So you could be yourself immune to it, but it still could penetrate your cells and you could still be contagious, but you might not come down on anything and the virus can't survive in you as a host, which it needs to survive. So it will try to find somebody else. So we don't know yet. And unfortunately, time is just going to have to tell. And that is going to be the single most important thing is whether or not getting a vaccination also means that you can't catch COVID and then give it to somebody else, despite the fact that you haven't really been infected to the same degree. So we're, that's something that's going to be very interesting to see. And then number two, the, the biggest thing is how quickly and how much to a mass scale can we get vaccinations out? That's going to be a big thing, right? I'm sure at a lot of live events, you might have to start showing proof that you've been vaccinated. Mm, I yeah. can definitely see that. They need to prove first the fact that you can't transmit COVID even if you yeah. have the vaccine. So once they figure that part out, then I think comes the proof of having a vaccination and then having access to live events. I, I see that as being the the major way on a global scale that live events will come back into fruition. Alec, I want to talk to you about this um, this really interesting trend that I'm starting to notice here. And this is from a music perspective, okay? okay. All right. I really feel like our, our main stage DJs, our mainstream DJs, I feel like those artists have to really start or they have already started to just inject a lot more variety in their sets than mm. ever before. Mm-hmm. Because just like five years ago, we've just seen artists kind of stick to one particular style of sound in their sets, right? Like, this is a big room set, this is a house set, this is a bass house set. And that worked for some time. But now I feel like, especially in a modern day era where media is just constantly moving to keep people's interests I feel like now more than ever, artists really need are going to be switching up the sounds that they present on the main stage. For for example, dude, like Tiesto, we've talked about this so much last year, yep. but he is leading in so heavy into like this deep bass house or slap house. I know Alec is going to kill me for that because they're two different things, right? But deep bass house or for instance, Steve Aoki trying out some hard dance like we just talked about. So I'm very excited about the variety we're about to start seeing from our mainstream artists. And we're going to see also, don't forget, Brazilian bass too, like Brazil bass mm, coming over in the form of like chemical surf, vintage culture. We've seen a lot of that. I mean, you've already seen collaborations. I mean, they've collaborated with Tiesto, with Afrojack. So they're just injecting more of that, you know, house-esque style. The other thing I want to say, and I have to give a shout out because we chatted about this on Twitter and the link to this Twitter thread will be in the show notes, but shout out to DJ Daddy Reckless. Love that. Love that. Name. Love that guy. He's such a great dude. He's a great guy. To him. True oh, EDM champion there and just a phenomenal DJ too. I mean, DJ Daddy Reckless brought up a very good point when we also asked this question to EDM Twitter. Um, and he said that a big thing that's going to be happening is one, artists are getting more experimental during to COVID. So I agree. We we certainly have covered that a little bit. The fact that people are going out and branching off into different subgenres and genres even of music they wouldn't have before. But then this is something I really want to touch upon. The second thing he said is that there's going to be a lot of progressive and melodic house songs coming out. Mm. And I think he is totally, totally right about that. And you can see that probably more from the 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 you know like tech spectrum of things like maybe not quite techno but on the tech house side of things delving more into techno for sure dude 
What a great question, Alec. Were Indeed. there any other trends that you that you're predicting for 2021? I know there's there's just so much that is unknown. But are there any concluding thoughts before we move on? Oh, man, you know I could go on like a three four hour rant about this. <laughs> um, but the last thing I want to quickly mention is that I think this is going to be uh, a somewhat unfortunate thing, and we certainly already talked about this with Slap House. Yeah. But there's going to be a lot of songs that are really designed to catch the algorithms on platforms such as tiktok and i think specifically tiktok more than others because that's what originally it was right it was a lip-syncing thing it was called musically before um that's right and so it was originally that and i think it's going to play more into that and you could see that just with um some of the songs like a lot of him man Beck's song he's deep bass house but a lot of his song like roses that blew up it just goes straight into it right and so i think you're gonna see that that is that was a good song, right? So I am a fan of that song, but I can see them starting to do, not particularly him, but just other people in general, doing more covers of classic yep. like rock songs, which I think you just can't touch. Sometimes like we saw Rehab try to do that with Nirvana Smells Like Teen oh, Spirit. Oh God, that was you know, so bad. It was just so bad. And I can just see more people try to do that. So my recommendation to all those artists that are considering that is like, I, I understand that this is a good way to get exposure. You know, um, I, I'm personally not a fan of just making music to try get like clickbait, you know, but if you're going to do it, just I'd say leave the rock songs alone. This is a trend that I'm going to see that I think might be a little bit unfortunate is we're going to see some of the more superficial remixes and covers of classic songs in that slap house style. Well, you guys already know that Alec and I, we're going to be keeping an eye on that trend. We're going to have some guests on to also talk about the trends that Indeed. we're seeing, especially as it relates to social media and how that's affecting our dance music scene. Alec, feels good to be back on the mics with you, man. But it it's it's unfortunate. We have, some, we have some good news and we have some bad news for our next topic here. Mm. So Joseph Capriati, one of my absolute favorite techno DJs of all time. I absolutely love this guy. Saw him in New York in 2015. Mans was absolutely tearing it up from like 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. When everybody's in zombie mode, this <laughs> guy, this guy had... Dude, it, this guy just had everybody moving. I love to see it. But uh, rather unfortunately, uh, Joseph Capriotti, he was stabbed by his father on January 8th, if I recall correctly. And he was in critical condition after after he was stabbed. But luckily, he gave us an update from the hospital. He posted on Instagram and his condition has stabilized, which is fantastic news. And I want to read a little piece of the caption that he put on this photo because I think uh, it's kind of important and I think it's kind of interesting here. So it says here, I ask only one thing if it is possible, a little respect for my father and my family, since neither I nor any of you have the power and the duty to judge what happened. Family dramas are the order of the day and especially attention to the press because as you well know, the news is often confused and untrue. I forgive my father for the crazy gesture and I pray so much for him. I think that's really fascinating, dude, because like mm -hmm. many of the headlines that are covering the story are just basically stating that like his father stabbed him. Right, but he's been stabbed and yeah. Yeah, but the, the fact of the matter is we really truly don't know the full story. And the fact that, that Capriotti was able to forgive his father and ask people to pray for him signals to me that there is just much more to this private family matter than we'll ever know, right? So I just think it's kind of interesting that like, Despite all this happening, the fact that he's just kind of, he's kind of give a very positive update and kind of stating, you know, respectfully, you'd get, none of you guys know what happened. 
So just stay out of my business pretty much and let us deal with it, which I think is a, a really great statement. Like, you know, people should just kind of butt out of his business. And, and it may not even be a statement around there's more to the story. It yeah. might just be as simple of a statement of like, look, we live private lives. That's kind of how I prefer it. The Our family, you know, we keep things private and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but he's never seemed to be the one that likes the spotlight and draws a spotlight yeah, I, yeah, and attention seeking. I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe people can fact check me on that, but it seems like that's not the type of person that he is. Seems to live quite a, uh, a, you know, a private life. And I think this might be just more of a statement around, you know, I mean, look, obviously there's more to the story that always is but i think yeah. the point is is that don't make this a story like this isn't a story this isn't a new story this is a personal family matter yeah. so just please leave us alone because you know what happens the paparazzi come all of that stuff when really he just wants to keep it to a uh you know a, a private and personal matter which is his absolute right to and i think is is good to, to show so i'm glad that he came out and, and said something like this because i do hope this would be the precedent for the future like i know People like their gossip, right? People want to know. <laughs> yeah. I understand that. People like their gossip magazines or blogs and whatever, and that's fine. And there's certain people who like to play into that, so it would be okay. For someone who wants to keep their, you know, their personal life and, the, and have some realm of privacy in an era and an age where there isn't much of it, and also in an era where there's, you know, wild speculation about stories from the get-go, and it's just transmitted that communication very quickly. I think it's good that Joseph Capriotti came out and, and has said this and hopefully will set a precedent for future events because totally. it, it should definitely be private if they want to keep it private. And then also it's just reporting on facts when they come out rather than speculation. Totally, dude. And I'm just happy to hear that Joseph Capriotti is out of okay. the yep. critical condition and he's stabilized. And this guy is such a talented artist, such a talented DJ. We would just hate for we. I would just hate for the scene to lose somebody like him. Absolutely. So, dude... That was, uh, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of some good news there on Joseph Capriotti. But on the flip side, some people might be a little upset by this, uh, this next piece of news here, Alec. Yep. I was kind of shocked, but I was also not shocked at the same time. I mean, this guy has just been a part of the dubstep scene and genre for so long. He pioneered it, but Flux Pavilion has announced that he is actually leaving dubstep. He announced it on Twitter. What are your thoughts here, man? He's been in the scene for like a decade, man. I mean, he's just been around. Long time. Again, this is one of the things where there might be more to it, right? Maybe there's other reasons behind it. But regardless of which, it's 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 their prerogative. And I know it, it's hard sometimes for fans to be like, oh, shit, my, one of my favorite artists, you know, one of the OGs is leaving the scene. But you got to remember that these people have lives too and they're human beings too. Totally. Maybe he'll be back, you know. Uh, I'm not sure if he's delving into other things. It seems like he's leaving dance music in general. No, might... no, I wouldn't. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm going to have to just stop you real quick right there. He's actually releasing an album pretty soon. Oh, so it's not going to be Step Away from Dark. It's just Dubstep. It's just Dubstep in so general, yes. this, he's pulling a Scream. He's doing exactly what Scream did, which is Scream got to the point where he didn't like where Dubstep was headed, and so he decided to go into techno and tech house, right? Like, right after he was really peaking um in the you know probably like 2010s 2013s doing ultra sets with like benga um mm -hmm. and they he just didn't like where he was going so he took a step away from the dubstep scene so i think it's very interesting uh to see this also happen maybe in a mirror effect with flux pavilion i won't speculate about reasons why but you know what just i think people just got to support him no matter what he decides totally. so if you're a flux fan stay a flux fan like support him through this transition and who knows maybe he'll come back to dubstep at some point but right now, that's not his priority. 
Totally. And his new album, Dot Wave, drops actually on January 21st. So like a, a week after so we'll this episode soon. comes out. All right. Yeah, so we'll know exactly. soon. Perfect. Exactly, dude. All right, Alec. That felt good. That, that felt, felt good, good. Like talking about some music culture shit, dude. Indeed. Oh, like this... This is there's really like nobody else that I get a chance to do this with besides you. Like I, I just got the biggest <laughs> smile on my face just being able to talk me about too, some EDM happenings, man. But EDM champions, here's the gist of it. All right, we're back for our 2021 season. We want to connect with you guys, our audience. You guys, you guys are amazing, and we've just gotten so many new EDM champions in 2020, and we want to continue to connect with you all. So please don't forget to hit subscribe in your favorite podcasting platform. Leave a little review, a little five-star rating in your podcasting platform. Those go such a long way. But above all, we're on Instagram at btb.pod and we're on Twitter at podbtb. We want to hear from you. We love you. Let's get it going. Let's get it going indeed. We are here at the final two sections of the Beyond the Beats podcast and arguably the pinnacle of an episode's experience it is the what are we listening to section where we rate review and discuss in detail either two tracks eps or albums and this week we've got two very interesting and slightly different tracks that we're going to dive into before all the new egm champions i'm just looking at the chart here thank you for joining us from across the globe we've got people tuning in left right and center What's up, new EDM champions? Welcome to the show. So if you're not familiar with how we do this section, definitely take a peep at this because we've got a very, very interesting way of rating this. So Samir, my man, my friend, my best buddy, can you please take it away with how we rate these tracks? Here on Beyond the Beats, we have our very own unique rating scale, and it ranges from levels one through five. Level one is what we call one listen. It's where you listen to a track and you're probably never ever gonna listen again, but you're encouraging other people to give it a listen. Level two is what we call background noise. It's when a song comes on, it's playing in the background, you're not gonna really do anything with it, you might be doing other things, you're not too bothered by it, but it's there to keep you company. Level three is what we call turn it up. It's when a song comes on, you grab the volume knob and you turn it up. Level four is what we call Just Bought Tickets. It's when you listen to a piece of music, you listen to an artist, and you immediately look up the next time that they're coming to your town and you gotta buy those tickets. And level five is Speechless. It's just you and the music. The song transports you into another world and literally leaves you speechless. So to recap, level one is one listen, level two is background noise, level three is turn it up, level four is just bought tickets, and level five is speechless. Let's get back to it. Thank you, sir. Alrighty. What 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 are we feeling like this stuff? What do we want to kick this off with? Ah, uh, all right. Hmm. Let, let's just kick this one off with just some just some trance. We don't really talk about trance all that mm-hmm. much, but I am so stoked to talk about this song right here. We got Illin Bluestone, Maur Levy, I hope I said that right, and Alex Clare. These three teamed up for the song Hold On. Let's give it a spin. Dude, seriously, man. I was a big, big fan of this song. Wow, bringing some of the heat to the trance, 
you know, area, we do see that switch up sometimes occur, but I thought this was just a perfect blend of that heavy hitting bass with the trance lighter synths, right? And feelings that you, you sometimes get. There was just a nice little blend in that where it felt like a trance song, but it was just had a heavy hitter bass line to it. And I thought this was just overall a fantastically done track you know from start to finish continuity was on point and just this is going to be a banger i i can see progressive house djs playing it i can see even potentially you know you see this sometimes with techno djs the, mm-hmm, the more mainstream mm-hmm. they put in a little bit of trance or progressive house i think this is going to be an absolute banger that is rinsed on the dance floors when we get back to them big fan of this song what do you think bro this song is fucking awesome. All right. I absolutely <laughs> love this track. Oh, yeah. I think Illum Bluestone, like this guy just came in hot with his uh, tech trance style. I call it tech trance. And I think Illum Bluestone is just Probably one of those artists like who's kind of, yeah. And he's just, he's just like known for like these kind of harder hitting mm-hmm. trance tracks. And I thought Mauro Levy kind of really complimented this one very well with those more like upbeat synths, especially on that second drop. Yeah. Loved it. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Loved it. And I thought, you know, I thought Alex Clare's vocals were good. Nothing special. <laughs> but overall, my man's, he's so critical vocals. Sorry, I, I just had to say. Uh, so vocals critical. are so hard to get past me. But, you know, Alex Clare's vocals were good. He's a good singer, but just, yeah, nothing special. But overall, like, these are the type of tracks, especially trance tracks, where you just want to get together with your squad and just happy cry. Okay? <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not one for a trance. I'm happy cry for this. Oh, I know, I'd be dancing. I don't know about that. Yeah, you know, you you could be dancing with tears like falling down your face. (laughs) It's okay, dude. It's okay. Uh, But, you know, I'm not usually a big trance guy. But if there's any artist that I definitely go see live at the trance stage, it is 150% Illum Bluestone. I love this guy. Very nice. Very nice, man. Yeah, I'd be right there with you. Hell yeah. Um, I've always actually wanted to see him. Never got the chance to. Me too. Me too. Hopefully, Hopefully that can all come true one day. Alec, why don't you go ahead and give me the next song we're going to be rating real soon. What, this, which song is it? This is an interesting one, man. I mean, we started covering him a little bit more as he's been just a bit more experimental, really going into other oh, things. Yeah. And I think he's done it quite successfully. man we're going to be talking about is Nicky Romero. People definitely know that name. He's a big, big name in the dance music scene and has been a staple for quite some time, particularly in Europe. He's teamed up with Timo Hendrix and David Shane for a track called Into the Light. Take a listen. I mean, holy guacamole. This is just such a strong start of the year for Nicky Romero. I mean, he is proving once again that Big Room is coming back in a very strong revival. It's, it's very different from what we knew Big Room as, like back in 2011 through like 2014. But the essence of it is there in this uh, revitalization, as, uh, as I would call it. And as a person who got into EDM because of Big Room, this just has me so amped and nostalgia is a hell of a drug and i took a big <laughs> dose of it with this track into the light alec what'd you think oh man i feel like a, a dick now coming after that oh, I, no. it's, you know, I just wasn't that big of a fan of this man i mean it might be just because i don't have that same 
hit of nostalgia as you do like big room uh didn't quite capture me and get me into the the dance music scene yeah uh i definitely was more into it was honestly it was it was weird it was like a combination of uh of house it was house originally then the bass music and then I, I then i got into a thing for big room for a bit but nothing too too much so maybe i'm missing <laughs> yeah. that nostalgia drug that is flowing through your veins for this i mean oh, I, yeah. I can appreciate the song but to me it doesn't feel like it's anything too too special i, I out of the big room tracks i've come out recently i will say this would be at the top but this isn't something that would necessarily push me to go see Nicky romero i want to see more of what he was doing with his last releases right more of the progressive stuff i want to see more totally. of that from Nicky romero so i understand that he, he's definitely got this side to him as well i'm just looking forward to more of the tracks that he's been experimenting with and i hope he continues to do so but i will say that there's definitely gonna be people who are gonna love and love this song it's just not quite my cup of tea Right on, right on. Well, Alec, I don't want you to go anywhere just yet, okay? Because I want to toss this one over to you first. Oh, Give okay. me your thoughts on Nicky Romero, Timo <laughs> Hendrix, David Shane, the three of them teamed up for the track Into the Light. What's your official Beyond the Beats uh, rating, my friend? Oh, man. Okay. Um, I'm going to give this okay. a level two out of five background oh. noise. I know. I'm sorry, man. It's just something that would come on and I have it in the background. Wouldn't turn up the dial so it's not quite up to that level three. Um, and just, yeah, I thought this was a good track. I could appreciate it. Um, I, I don't want this to seem like it's a terrible rating on it because I think mm. as a song, it's actually very well done. But just for me personally, it's just not my cup of tea. So how about you, man? I, I can see you pumped up about this. Dude, well, you better not come over to my place because I'm dragging you to a <laughs> Nicky Romero show for this oh, one, no, dude. This is would, a- oh, just for this one? I'd definitely go to Nicky Romero, but not just for this one. No, no, just for this one. I want a full no, hour-long set of just this song yeah, on repeat, that. dude. Level Fine, four I'm playing Fishes, losing it then for you. On, on, oh, fuck on off. The- You're done. <laughs> Get out of here. I don't want you on this show. Get out of here. Dude, level four out of five for me on this one, Into wow, the Light. Okay. This is such nice. a great, great song. It just, it just really refreshes Big Room in such a unique and strong way. What I hope that we don't see, that we saw with the original sound of Big Room is, I just hope we don't get... I just hope this doesn't get diluted right. by like everybody trying to do this. Like that's how you lose the fun of something. I have a feeling on this next track by Ilan Bluestone and Mara Levy and Alex Clare for their song Hold On. I have a feeling we're going to be on the same vibe yeah. here, Alec. I think so, so. Why don't you give me a rating right now, dude? Oh, this is a very easy one for me. This is a true blue level four out of five. Just Woo! bought tickets, baby. In a vacuum, as we like to sometimes say in rate tracks on this. If I'd never heard you know, track from him before, this would certainly push me to go buy tickets immediately. You know, it's just one of those tracks that you could just imagine being incredible to experience live. And as you mentioned before, Samir, with the Rave Squad, this would be an absolute banger and a great track to all dance to and enjoy together. So very, very good job by the team here. They've done a fantastic job with this track. How about you, Matt? Dude, Dude, don't you even worry, okay? I'll be over there on the dance floor with you, just wiping your eyes as you're as you're crying. <laughs> I, I'm dude, not gonna I'm, happy I'm cry right. to this. I'm not gonna do it. That's not gonna happen. I love this trap, but not a happy cry. You say that now, but we'll see what happens <laughs> when we're on the dance floor. So I'm right there with you, dude. Level four out of five. I, I just want to be with the squad, just jamming out to this one. And like I said, I've been wanting to see Ill and Bluestone for a long time. But if there's any song that really just cemented that for me, is absolutely this track right here. Hold on. Speaking of holding on. Alec, all right. all right. Speaking of holding on, 
I don't want you to hold on for this next section, okay? I want you to just give it to me straight, Alec, because we're back. And a big part of the Beyond the Beach show is that every single week, we pick an artist each, so two artists, that are part of the underground dance music scene that we just need to kind of prop up and just present to a worldwide audience like our EDM champions. And I'm so stoked that we are back doing this again. I mean, we have we have featured over like 150 artists. I think we're like at, a, at like 170 or something like that. Yeah, it's something something nutty like that, man. It's, it's just unbelievable. It just goes to show how much talent there is out there, right? That we don't struggle. Absolutely. I mean, it's not like I struggle to find an artist every week. I mean, it's very easy. We got spreadsheets galore on this. It's unbelievable. Totally, totally dude. Well, Alec, I'm going to toss this one over to you, my friend. Who is the artist that you're watching for our 2021 <laughs> season kickoff? Let's go. Oh man, I'm bringing the energy, bringing the heat with this one. This is a guy who is making his way through the scene. It's somebody who's bringing those trap arms back into fashion. Ladies and gentlemen, EDM champions of the world, I'm going to introduce you to the sounds that will get you moving, whether you're sitting down, standing up, or fast asleep, subliminally. It's going to make you have those trap arms just in bed, propping up you're going to be going back and forth and wanting to head bang and move to the groove because this is an absolute banger welcome to the sounds of causeway with his track featuring laura han camouflage For a second okay just stand <laughs> back okay because i'm not liable for what these trap arms do okay i just have no control over my body when i'm listening to this song camouflage alec what i, what I wish we kind of mentioned earlier on in this episode because there's just so many trends that we just didn't get a chance to talk about but the trap scene is one mm. in specific that is just beaming and bursting at the scenes which is unbelievable creativity and artists trying new things. I think Causeway and Laura Hahn, especially Laura Hahn, just absolutely killed this shit too. Nailed it. And I want to correct them- my pronunciation. I said I said Han for whatever reason. Han. Sorry about that, Laura. How dare you, oh, dude? Terrible. I think I think Causeway and Laura Hahn really teamed up for something special here. I think this is just, if anything, this is a prime example of the creativity that we're seeing in the trap scene. And you guys are just going to see a lot more of this in 2021. Great pick, dude. I mean, dude, he's he's already making absolute waves in the scene. He's got releases on Deadbeats, Jaru Dala, mm-hmm. and then most recently, big up to the guy who just knows what the underground trap scene is going to be like and pushing it forward, R.L. Grimes, very own label, Sable Valley. So Causeway just actually, a few months ago, released a track on Sable Valley. It's called Don't Worry. 
We'll put that into the show notes. It's also a banger. So this guy's making waves. You can just see him right on the main stage or bass pod at EDC just absolutely rinsing tracks. So I'm looking forward Love it. to seeing him in 2021, 2022. Love it. Alec, EDM champions. You guys know, and I've been pretty public about this, okay? I've been pretty public about my lack of interest in Psytrance. And I think I've kind of, I think I've, I figured it, I figured out why. It's because a lot of it just kind of sounds the same across artists and labels. And it's been so hard to find something like truly unique in this sound, for me at least. And I was feeling that way until I discovered VNK. He's a Psytrance artist based out of India, which guess what? That's where Psytrance originated from, baby. And what you're about to hear is the raw sound of the genre. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare for the enchanting drops of VNK with his song, Agora. Wow. Just wow. This is an unbelievable track. I mean, the the fact that it's just brought into like the core but this this when you listen to this, it seems like you're connecting with the core of Cytrons, right? From yeah, its roots. Totally. It very, very much feels that and just just a fantastically overall produced track. But I have to ask you first and foremost, how in the hell did you find this guy? Walk out. Is it a guy? Do you know? It's a guy, yep. And uh I mean, here's the thing, EDM champions. This is why it's so important to like really kind of understand your social media marketing strategy because I found this guy in a hashtag on Instagram. And I was just scrolling through it, trying to find some new music, trying to find some more underground stuff. And luckily, VNK popped up for me. And I've been following this guy's music for for a couple of months now, just waiting for the Mm -hmm. right time to, to talk about him on the show. And this is just a perfect opportunity to do this here because 2021 is all about bringing new sounds out, at least for myself. And I'm excited that I finally get a chance to talk about some side trance in the artists that we're watching section. This guy doesn't have that big of a following, but we're going to have all the links to his SoundCloud and his Instagram and a link to this song for you guys to check out for yourself and to connect with VNK. Dude, wow. I mean, thank you for uncovering that is a That's a hidden gem, I think. I mean, I took a look at the Spotify and this guy definitely deserves more followers and more listeners so definitely champions please please give vnk and also causeway a follow as well because they're going to be doing big things in their respective areas of dance music but my man what a fantastic fantastic episode i know we say that all the time but what makes us particularly fantastic is the fact that we're back at it again in the new year, baby. I absolutely love it. I've been itching to get back on the microphone with you, dude. Me too, man. And Me too. It just it just feels so good to be back at it. And, you know, I just I just seriously genuinely want to thank all the EDM champions for just like keeping in touch with us, mm. for for their kind emails. We got so many nice emails, so many nice messages, people discovering our show over our holiday break. 
it is such a pleasure to be back and it is such an honor to have your attention and to have your your love that really does mean a lot to us and we can't thank you guys enough and above all i just want to thank a bunch of you guys for welcoming me to california and southern california i got so many nice messages about that that truly truly means a lot to me so thank you guys edm champions we're back for 2021 guess what new episodes every thursday you're going to be hearing a lot of great voices from all corners of the dance music scene experts in their own fields to give you guys some insight that we wouldn't be able to provide that they can so stick around stay safe be great welcome back to beyond the beats we'll see you guys next week